Throughout my life, I've had the privilege of traveling to different areas of the United States and different areas of the world. It's so interesting just to see the demographics and the mannerisms, the differences uh, between people in different areas or pockets of the world or the United States. Uh, so I was out in California a couple weeks ago for a silent retreat. When I was talking with the people out there, they, they mentioned I had an accent. And I said, I don't think I have an accent. Uh, and then if, uh, uh, if you go out over to Europe, European culture is so much different than American culture. And the East Coast is different from the Midwest. Uh, on the East Coast, uh, I, I love New, York, New Yorkers and people from Boston. They tell you exactly what they're thinking. Uh, if they hate your guts, they'll tell, tell it to your, to your face. Uh, and here in Minnesota, we're, uh, we're uh, accused of being Minnesota nice. And so how do you know if someone disagrees with you? If you say something and then they respond, oh, that's interesting. Uh, you disagree with me, don't you? You're, you're being Minnesota nice. You're, you're avoiding conflict. Uh, we hate to face conflict uh, here as Minnesotans. Um, but today I'm encouraging you to stop being Minnesota nice, uh, to avoid, to avoid uh, neglecting those conflicts. Jesus says in today's gospel, if your brother has something against you, go and face it head on. Talk to them straight to their face, uh, just you and him alone. And oftentimes that's difficult. Uh, that's difficult to enter into conflict. Uh, as a philosophy major from St. Thomas, I was uncomfortable with that as well, and then I learned how to debate, and I love debates now. Uh, uh, I'm not afraid to ruffle some feathers or rock the boat a little bit. Uh, I love a good debate. Uh, but uh, to go into, to enter into that conflict, uh, to reconcile with your brother, to have those difficult conversations, that's difficult. Uh, sometimes we can be like, Jeremiah, who says, not me, Lord, choose someone else. Or Moses, uh, who, who prayed, just kill me now, Lord. Choose someone else to have this difficult conversation. Uh, I don't want to approach this person. I'm afraid of how they might react when I go and correct them. Uh, um, however, in the first reading today from Ezekiel, the Lord says through the mouth of Ezekiel, if I tell the wicked, O wicked one, you shall surely die, and you do not speak out to dissuade the wicked from his way, the wicked shall die of his guilt, but I will hold you responsible for his death. How often do we go to confession and we confess sins that we have done, sins of commission, but how often do we fail to confess sins of omission? This person was living a life of sin and I failed to speak up. Or um, the, I, I saw this happen, but I failed to reach out a helping hand. Oftentimes the sins of omission are just as convicting as the sins that we willingly and freely choose. And so those sins of omission should be confessed in confession as well. Uh, uh, if we fail to speak up, if we fail to act, the Lord says in Ezekiel, we're responsible. We have a duty, a responsibility. But we speak out and we correct and we, we, we uh, help our neighbor on the way to salvation. 
because we love them. We love them. St. Augustine says, For our rebuke of another should be in love, not eager to wound, but anxious to amend. If we pass it by, if we pass that opportunity to rebuke, if we pass it by, we become worse than he. And so when we, when we reach out with correction, it's coming from a place of love, not of retaliation, not of uh, saying to ourselves, I'm going to stick it to them and let them know how, how bad of a person they are, but rather we desire the salvation of their soul. This is why Jesus says, go to your brother and reconcile. Uh, it's about a matter of salvation, uh, coming from a place of love, not coming from a place of anger, not coming from a place of jealousy, um, or retaliation. And so uh, today we're invited to reconcile with our brother. But also, I think if we flip it on its head as well, uh, if we've recognized, oh, we've spoken hurtful words to others, it's our responsibility to do, go out as well and apologize uh, to seek that reconciliation. What I said was hurtful, and I apologize for that. Uh, to recognize our own faults as well, and to, to restore uh, that, that, um, that, um, that valley, that conflict, maybe that broken friendship we've had. This is our duty. Uh, the Lord is asking us to do it, even if it's difficult, uh, even if we're afraid of how they're going to respond or react. Uh, this is part of the cross as, as, we, as followers of Jesus to enter into that difficulty, that, that place of uncomfort, uh, discomfort, and to reconcile, uh, not out of a place of, uh, of retaliation, but out of a place of love. So as we gather here at this Eucharist, we receive the body and blood of Christ. We become what we receive. And so as we go out, we're Jesus to one another. We're Jesus to those who uh, we encounter each and every day this week. Uh, seeking that reconciliation, that love, that love we heard about. Greater love has no one than to lay down his life for his friends. Uh, love of God and love of neighbor, those are the two greatest commandments. And so today let us uh, look for those, those opportunities to reconcile, uh, reconcile with our neighbor, with those family members, with those friends that we have difficulties with. Uh, and let us... Let us, let us desire their salvation.